I cannot listen to this seriously because of Tiger King. It has just changed my opinion of big cats. I do not want to be Joe Exotic. I just want a cool tiger that could, you know, protect me from harm. Welcome back, everyone. It's time for episode four of Nice to Have a Friend. Lauren, how have you been doing since our podcast is officially released? Oh my gosh. Well, it is just so crazy to have it out into the world now. And just the few people that I like personally told about the podcast, like before we announced it, have just been so excited and pumped for us. Have you told a lot of people? Not a lot. Uh, my family is proud of me. I think my brother's confused. He's like, what are you talking about? And I said, I don't even know, Patrick. Just You'll just have to listen and see. <laughs> I know. So, I told my dad like, oh, I'm starting a podcast. And he was like, what is it about? And I was like, it's good really hard to explain. question. <laughs> we need to come up with an elevator pitch for our podcast probably. But that's think, what our trailer is for. Exactly. I saw something this week being the big Enneagram fan that I am. And it had advice for every type. And it said for type one, try something without a solid plan. And I feel like that's exactly what we're doing because we do have a plan, but I don't exactly know everything yet and that's hard but I'm working on it and this has been fun I know speaking of working on ourselves I am literally cooking so much Allison my mom sent me her recipe book as a surprise in the mail last week and I got a new pot in that I had really wanted at the same time so I have literally been like cooking obsessed lately it's bad well, that makes sense. I saw, wasn't it a har- uh, a half-baked harvest cookbook? That's what it was, yes. right? Yeah. I saw and she commented like, on your post. That must have been yes. very exciting for you. She's my favorite person of all time. She, like, comments back when I put up stories that I've made her stuff. But I feel like it's just a copy and paste message that she sends, like, everybody on the same day. Because the message is always different. But, like, I bet she like sends the same one every day to the same people if that makes sense is she the person you get most excited if she comments on one of your posts or comments back yes like I'm excited when she commented on my feed post but she literally replies every single time I tag her in my stories so I don't get as excited anymore about that because she literally always does if that makes sense see I got really excited because if any of you know who Morgan Harper Nichols is I absolutely love her she is like a poet a writer a digital creator and she shares a lot of very uplifting things on her Instagram and her app the storyteller co but I tagged her in something a couple weeks ago and she actually commented back and I didn't see it but somebody texted me about it and said did you see she commented on your post and I did freak out a little bit because it was definitely not auto-generated it was kind of specific so (laughs) that's amazing well I love how both of our like celebrity social media not crushes but like kind of people we get the most hyped about (laughs) are not even like fashion people at all which I wouldn't expect for you necessarily but like me I would you would think my number one person would be that but I guess that leads into our segment about style it does today Lauren and I decided that we would sit down and talk about lifestyle because lifestyle is another big thing that changes for a lot of us during our life and it encompasses a lot of different things but today Lauren and I specifically wanted to talk about how maybe our tastes and preferences have changed specifically in regards to our style our entertainment of choice and also our health and our wellness so first up on today's docket we are going to talk about style which I'm going to give the tennis ball into your court that was a bad way of phrasing it but I'm hitting the ball into your court Lauren because I feel like you are much more of the expert of the duo of us when it comes to style yes I'm no expert but I see what you mean like between the two of us who's going to be more excited about talking about style yeah probably me (laughs) so I run a lifestyle heavy focused blog but then the second runner up focus to the lifestyle is definitely fashion and style and I'm a little bit limited on that right now because I don't have the funds to like constantly be buying new outfits (laughs) and to be a fashion blogger you basically like there are some ways you can get around it but you basically need to be able to buy new clothes very frequently because you need to be showing people things that they can actually buy right now. Like I said, there are ways to get around that, but it is a little bit of a hindrance for me. So when I started the blog, 
it was literally the height of the preppy phase that everyone went through. You know what I mean, Allison? I'm, I know what I'm trying to describe in my head because I went through it too, but like wearing polo Ralph Lauren long button downs or like the bobble necklaces and the, yeah, the statement necklaces, the Tory Burch <laughs> riding boots, yes. the paper bag skirts, the from vest, the, crew. the vest over the button downs. That's what I was the trying vests, to say. Like, yes, the huge arm parties, like a Michael Kors watch. I mean, those were the staples of this preppy phase. So I was going through that phase in high school. And so luckily, like my parents would kind of get me one of the like preppy girl basics every year for Christmas. And I was able to like build this preppy wardrobe. And then as soon as I got to college, it was like crash and burn. Preppy phase was out and like looking like a hobo was <laughs> so not a hobo like that is literally not what I mean kind but, of like rolling out of bed style I know yeah. what she was trying to say and a lot of that you can attribute to college but then a lot of that people were dressing like that even if they weren't in college and I feel like people were really leaning into this Madewell-esque relaxed chic minimalist vibe not always chic but Definitely more of a minimalist vibe because preppy is like maximalist. So right now, I like definitely am not like a walking Madewell billboard, but I feel like I'm trying to buy pieces right now that are a lot less trendy than I used to buy. Like I feel like everything I've bought recently has been pretty classic. That makes sense to me because a lot of the things I see you wear are not, I guess the word I'm looking for is eccentric or like super loud you wear a lot of nicer tame things but you have like fun pieces I'm not yes. the best with talking about style because for me I can see when I see something on a rack or at a store I know that it is my style but I don't know how to explain it so you just yeah. explained yours very very well thank you well, I have a question for you would you ever start a capsule wardrobe I don't know what that means Okay, so a capsule, I thought you might, a capsule wardrobe is when you have a spring capsule, a summer capsule, a fall capsule, and a winter capsule, and every capsule, I'm going to try to get through this without saying capsule literally That's okay. times, but every collection that you have has like 30 to 40 pieces in it, including all of your tops, all of your bottoms, all of your jackets, all of your dresses. And like every season, you might have a few pieces that carry over, but you trade out the capsules in your wardrobe and 30 or 40 pieces of clothes sounds like a lot. No, it's really, it's, it's really not. really not. So what happens is you end up having like five pairs of pants, six tops, 10 dresses and then you like rotate those out to mix and match and everything kind of like matches and goes together and then you kind of like don't have to worry as much about what you're going to wear. I feel like I almost do that but without actually making it a capsule because I'm literally the biggest outfit repeater. I would say that I would be interested in that. My only thing is even now I'm 22. I have been in college for four years and I'm still working on building a wardrobe because being at a private school for seven years especially an all-girl one I oh yeah this is not true of everyone but this was just my personality because I grew up as a really big tomboy I just did not feel comfortable with my style I didn't feel comfortable wearing certain things because it was kind of like I didn't want to draw attention to myself and so that's more of just a working on my own confidence and not being afraid to be myself so yeah. I'm just now coming into that where maybe junior year of college, I started to buy different pieces that were kind of odd, but I felt comfortable and confident in them. But the thought of having a capsule wardrobe is a great, I feel like that would work for me, like it a but lot. I still am only like halfway there to developing, understanding how to wear certain classic pieces, like learning how to wear a white t-shirt and style it up but dress it down at the same time and learning I'm how to take send you a video about yeah. a capsule wardrobe and we can put it in the show notes because it really screams you Allison that I would think be good you would really like it I probably would because I do essentially the same thing in my closet like right now a couple weeks ago I went in and I pulled up all the things I wear when it's hot transitioning into fall and then I put all of the things that are summery that I'm probably not going to wear anymore in the back and so I just kind of keep doing that anyway so it kind of sounds like what I do but 
Wait, should we put a picture of your high school uniform in the show notes? Or I mean, can you put pictures in show notes? Maybe we can put it on our Instagram if yeah. the people really want to see that. I don't know why you would want to see that, but it's, it was called a potato sack dress. How um, many different colors did you have? You could have as many colors as you wanted. Uh, but How many colors like were there? As many as you needed. Every grade had their own class color. So on certain days, oh, like okay. the first day of school or awards day or, you know, special days or class picture days or whatever, Everyone you had to matched. wear that color. So you had to have seven during your tenure, but like seven during seven years is really not a lot. A lot. Um, but I, by the time I was in high school, I probably only had five and then I just rotated them because then I could wear them like one every day during the week. Yeah. Okay. So that really makes sense. And and when you're asking like what colors could she possibly be talking about, I'm literally talking about royal purple, like cerulean blue, bright yellow, hot pink, Tennessee orange. They were any color. I I will share a picture so that everyone can be enlightened onto what I wore for seven years. That is perfect. Well, I feel like that totally makes sense that you've just started like in the past two years collecting because I'd say when you first started college, after like leaving the uniform, you were probably like not quite ready to start collecting clothes yet. I was not, and this embarrasses me to no end, but Lauren brought this up to me a couple weeks ago, but I have this tennis talk skirt, about your skirt that oh I gosh. love. It's an athletic skirt that my mom got for me at Talbot's and it's dry fit so it'll dry really easily so I loved wearing it because it had built-in shorts and I would wear it a lot because like most college girls I knew the people that I saw on Monday I would not see in my Tuesday classes so I would wear it like two days if it wasn't dirty and I guess I wore it like a lot because Lauren and at least somebody else when I was riding a bus one day that lived in sorority village with me was like you know I used to think you wore that skirt for like religious reasons or something but that must not be why right and I was like no I just I'm still getting used to having to wear outfits every day so I thought that I was wearing it enough in between so I shared a meme like yesterday and it was from the Lizzie McGuire movie where she kind of says oh I'm an outfit repeater but I'm you're an, an outfit, outfit rememberer yes. <laughs> which is just as bad I'm an outfit repeater too especially now more than ever but no Allison I just like I didn't know you that well and the skirt was like longer yeah it I is mean, it, it's a little it bit definitely longer wasn't past your knees at all but I was always just like, I wonder if she's Pentecostal. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> I think so their skirts funny. would be longer, but I've... That's true. And we weren't good enough friends for me to ask you. So she so just asked just me, like, like, a couple weeks ago. Or yeah, she didn't ask me, but she said, I thought that that's why you wore it yeah. all the time. No, like, it's just because... I figured it out on my own, but... I promise yeah. I wore other things, but I did wear that skirt a you lot. Because it was yeah. easy, and I don't wear it Wasn't very much our anymore. class on Tuesday, Thursdays, too? Yes. Okay, so you're probably like, oh, I can't remember the last time I wore it and then would accidentally wear it like. No, I am that bad about re-wearing the same things. My brother gives me a hard time because he and his wife have a dog and I absolutely love her, but I'm allergic to dogs. So I'll go over there in a workout outfit or I'll wear long leggings, even if it's the middle of the summer, just so if she's been rolling in the grass or something, because I'm allergic to some grasses too. Unfortunately, I'm that kid that probably could live in a bubble. I'm allergic to that much stuff. And she'll sometimes just irritate my skin a little bit but I love I don't care it's just I'll wear certain things so that she doesn't bother me and I can play with her yeah and my brother every time is like do you ever wear anything different because I do wear the same shirt and leggings every single time so that I don't have to worry about her getting a hole in it or anything so I'm still that bad I'm still that bad it's just I'm trying to be more mindful of what I'm wearing so I guess that's how my style has changed but I'm a little different than you because I think I sometimes if I choose to will wear like a crazy color or a crazy pattern because I like stuff like that but that's where I struggle with my style because I'm good at picking those random pieces but I'm not the best at picking the minimalist things that I really would rather wear every day like into an office or something like that yeah but my my mom is good with that kind of stuff and so she helps me like this fall we went to Gap one day and she helped me get figure out okay here's a white shirt and a black shirt these are just t-shirts here's the kinds of pants you can wear with them here's how you can yeah, dress them up basics. for this internship so she helps me with that kind of stuff and I'm getting better about it but I still struggle especially because working in sports it's a different kind of office environment because you don't necessarily yeah. need to come in in slacks and a blazer you might need no. to do that 
once every like three or four months but because I'm not in front of a camera a lot of times it's okay wear a Tennessee athletic shirt and these leggings you can dress nice if you want to to come in but dressing nice there is like me wearing my own outfit that I want to wear and like curling my hair and wearing like a casual a business casual outfit so that's part of the reason why I still struggle with it because there are some areas that other people have had to develop that skill that I haven't had to develop that skill but I'm working on it that makes sense well do you want to talk about your the way that your entertainment lifestyle consumption has changed I don't know Lauren I the first thing that comes to mind when you talk about things that have changed for me most recently has probably been what I read because I was that kid that would read all the time Um, my brother played baseball growing up so I kind of grew to love reading during baseball season because I I did the same thing (laughs) I I would take books to basketball and baseball games yes and I my mom has pictures of me just sitting behind the dugout reading books because I did not care to watch him play for five days a week and I loved it and I always had a book in my backpack but I think by the time I got to middle school high school I just had so much work to do and had to read so many weird books that I hated that I just didn't want to read for fun anymore But before I went to my Disney college program, fall of junior year, I remember one day I just got so annoyed with looking at screens because it's like everything we did. I work with screens. I have to look at screens. I don't want to watch anything anymore. So I started reading before I went to bed. And I finally started picking up reading again over the last year. But in that time, because I took this gigantic gap, Gap. I didn't know. I'm like, I'm 21 now. What do I read? Because I stopped reading when I was like... 15 there's all these young adult books that I skipped you completely missed out on yeah so I came back trying to read young adult and lately I've kind of realized even though I like select young adult books now that I actually like reading normal adult fiction better especially historical fiction we've already been over that I wanted to go back to the revolution when we picked a year in history to go yes. back to which is like the weirdest answer but I I guess that's the first way that I've noticed that I've changed I feel very mature and adult saying that but I do like reading more adult fiction now yeah I think it's really natural to ebb and flow with reading at our age point I feel like from here on out I'll be a very like very regular reader but in college finding the motivation to read even during the summer Mm -hmm. is very hard because you're just reading like no matter what major you are you kind of have to read a ton of stuff you do not want to read in college so the thought of reading something else like even if it's for pleasure afterwards is just so unappealing the only like summer in college that I really read a lot was last summer because I only interned for 20 hours a week and then basically the whole other time of my life I sat by the pool like all last summer to work on my tan for the wedding and (laughs) your wedding was in December how did that work my tan like okay Allison I have different skin tone than you the tan that I get lasts for years literally like I can tan once in April and then I can still have tan lines from that in December I had to like work on my tan lines in December because I had burnt my back really bad in May and they were still there for the wedding. For the listener, if I'm outside in clouds for like two hours, I am lobster red. Um, Freddie from iCarly was not kidding when he talked about cloud burn. That's a real thing. So I do not not tan like that. Anyway, sorry to interrupt, but the pool helped aid your But the pool helped aid my reading. And now this summer and like quarantine, it was kind of rough for me. It was touch and go there for a minute on if I wanted to read or not. But now I'm like back full fledged reading, really enjoying it. So and I have been utilizing the library for the first time ever. Like that's how my reading has changed. I used to like actually pay for books. And now if you ask me to pay like $10 for a book, I'm so cheap when it comes to buying books. I have no idea why. Like, I hate to not support authors, but me checking them out from the library is, like, still supporting people, so. Yeah, I think even just having a Goodreads and marking books as read and stuff, that helps them. I've also been doing that, I follow some authors that are putting out books, and they talk about how that, even just adding it to a TBR list 
is helpful. Yes. So. so if you have a Goodreads account, don't forget to follow me and Allison. It should just be our names. It's down in the show notes as well if you want to yes. go click on it. I Perfect. really like doing the show notes, Lauren, and I've talked about this, but for some reason to me, it's therapeutic to go just link things. Yeah, I was I'm like, done. Allison, do you want me to take over the show notes? And she was like, no, I got it. I like doing it. So I was like, okay. Lauren can do all the social media because I don't really like doing that kind of stuff. So I can link our Goodreads accounts in the show notes. That doesn't feel like social media to me. I just like checking it off It feels lists. like a list. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. As far as other entertainment things, I wanted to ask you about movies because you and Preston are two people that have always really enjoyed going to the movies. Yeah, and my family and I always did. It. Has that always been a thing for you or did that kind of happen more in college when you guys got to just go on date nights and stuff? So the only, me and Preston are from a very small town and like one of the only things to do as a date is to go to the movies and we dated all four years of high school. So we literally would go to the movies every single weekend and our movie theater only had four different movies on at a single time. So sometimes we would have seen all four movies in the theater like before they got new ones. Like we have just always went. But I never really went that much with my family before me and Preston started dating they're just so busy and like my brother was so busy in sports and like I was so busy in sports we never really went until like I could go with Preston who had his own car if that makes sense and now we go all the time we have like Regal Unlimited Pass we are still obsessed with movies and that will never change my poor parents they bought the Unlimited Pass for themselves for Christmas but they didn't get it until January so they only used it like I don't even think they were able to use it before the movie theater shut down. From Regal? Yeah. Well, Regal's actually extending, like, if they paid for it in January, they're not going to have to pay for it until January plus, like, however many days yeah. the theater was closed. I just feel bad so for them good. that they finally yeah. decided to do it, and then that happened. I think that they only did funny. the one movie, because we saw one, like, March 15th, like, that very first Sunday I was home, and then they shut down movie theaters the next week, so that's the only time they've been able to use it. That's hilarious. No, we were wearing ours out. Like, we used it so much. What's funny, thinking about what you thought about the beginning of quarantine versus now, because I remember texting Lauren the day we were going to the movies. I don't know if you remember this. And I said, you know, if I'm going to be home forever, I might go ahead and get this Regal Pass if it's only like so much for the year, oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Do you remember and the that? movie theaters were closed. And I was like, wow, I'm so naive. I thought the movie theaters were going to stay open. We really thought this was going to be like two weeks. And we thought the school was being so overdramatic and like no one else was going to shut down. I was like, June <laughs> for sure. June for sure. We're back out. And here nope. we are. It's middle of August. So I know, but oh my gosh, I see what you put on here about like understanding the difference between critically acclaimed. Oh yeah. So things. for me, my family used to go to the movies on Sunday afternoons. That was kind of our family time together. When I was a like sophomore in high school, my mom was adamant to my dad and brother, we need to go do this because my dad and my mom and me especially would have a hard time on Sundays later in the afternoon about going back into the work week I know a lot of people have the Sunday scaries or just kind of mentally preparing yourself to go back and so we started going to the movies on Sunday afternoons as a family and I really enjoyed that because movies for us has always been a fun escape I my family has always loved it like I know people in college and I've talked to them about going to the movies and they don't like it or they only go once or twice a year and to me I just once or twice a week (laughs) yeah I think that's so crazy but I understand because it's all about what you value and what you want to spend your money on because it is expensive to go but I always really enjoyed going to the movie theater and so when I went with my family somebody got to pick like every week what it was okay my mom and brother and dad all really enjoy action and suspense and thrillers I'm much more, or in high school especially, was the rom-com, things that are going to make you feel good. So I got to see a movie that I was excited about usually like once every four weeks. But I didn't care to go all the other times. But I think what's been nice about having friends that see different things is it's pushed me to see different things. And I've talked about this in one of our past episodes, but Lauren and my friend Zari especially are very much into things that are Oscar Oscar nominated, the cinematography, the music, the costume design, things like that. And so it's kind of, especially this last year, it's kind of made me want to go and see more things that are actually nominated for stuff. One of the movies that I'm most upset that I didn't go see was 1917. I really wanted to go see that. Oh, it was really good. Because I know that it would be, it's not the same. It's different in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, fun fact, Regal, okay, I know AMC is like the number one most popular movie theater chain in America, but if we have listeners who are outside of Knoxville, Tennessee, Regal is actually headquartered in Knoxville, Mm -hmm. so we have way more variety in our Regal theaters than we would with the size of what our town is, because we actually have like an indie film exclusive theater in Knoxville, so that's really unique. Yeah, and I had no idea about this. This was the famed Valentine's Day date that I went on with Preston and Lauren. (laughs) Yeah, to see Jojo Rabbit. Two episodes ago, we went and saw Jojo Rabbit, but they were showing that and Parasite and 1917 and Little Women and I don't remember, and Bombshell and a couple others that were all nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. That was really cool being able to see that and then the Oscars. Well, no, the Oscars were like the week before that, so it had already gone by but it was still cool because they had a like a film fest and air yes. quotes of all the movies and that you were could nominated. buy like tickets you could buy like a 20 dollar ticket for the whole weekend and see like all the oscar nominated films dang i wish we'd done that next time well if I, it's me, open. me and preston had already seen all of them oh, before well, that happened that. well yeah <laughs> but it's okay yeah so that's a really cool thing that we have so if you ever want to talk indie films with us please let me know lauren's probably already seen it i might have to catch myself up but <laughs> I'll try. It's okay. I'll try my best. And then TV. This happens for me every single year. I like get into YouTube super hard in the summer and then I get super hard into TV during the fall and winter. So mm-hmm. I kind of have like no in between, but I feel like I've been watching a lot more TV recently just because I started cross stitching. See, it's funny. I'm the opposite because being in quarantine, I have actually started watching YouTube because for me, I, being the Disney lover that I am, would usually only go to YouTube to watch like the two or three Disney channels that I really enjoyed because when I'm having a day where I'm homesick or, you know, I'm just having a bad day, that's an easy thing for me to turn on and it just kind of makes me feel happy to watch people go around and show new updates and stuff and it reminds me of working there, yada, yada, yada. But over quarantine, I started watching more people and even kind of finally understanding who some of the big YouTube people are. Like one of my newest favorite finds for me, even though she's not new, is Emma Chamberlain. I love watching her. Yes, she's so funny. Because even though she cusses a lot more than me and is more stylish than me, I feel like our personalities in front of a camera would be very similar. Because She also has way more money than us, Allison, (laughs) so I feel like you can't compare our style with her style or yeah your but style. she has a lot of thrifting so i mean she tries True. to be economical i guess but i've also gotten more into watching vlogs because actually i have a friend from high school that has a youtube channel and she's been doing a lot more vlogs yeah. of her career life post-graduation and i tried to keep up with her whenever i could during college but because i didn't watch youtube a lot i would watch like 10 of her videos on in one yeah. day when i was actually in the mood to watch youtube but now it's been kind of nice because i can kind of keep up with her even though i don't text her all the time and so it's made me start watching other vloggers as well because it's just right now there's such a void of new tv and stuff or there's just so many gaps and there will be because production has been stalled for a lot of places yeah. so it's funny that you say that because this is the first time ever that I've been watching YouTube more than I've been watching TV. That's true. Oh my gosh. Speaking of TV with Allison, when me and Preston were watching The Last Dance, which was the Michael Jordan like bio documentary thing, I texted Allison, okay, you guys might not know me super well, but I'm like not a very sporty person at all. And I texted Allison and I was like, hey, you have to watch The Last Dance. And she was like, I hate the NBA. I'm not going to watch that. I didn't say hate. I just said I don't really like the NBA. I don't She was like, I don't like the the NBA. NBA. Shut up, Lauren. Stop talking to me about this show. That sounds like like not what I said verbatim, but I'll let it Okay, it's pretty close to the tone that you took, though. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. And I texted her back. I think the text started with dot, dot, dot. Allison. Me? I'm going to go find these receipts right now. I was not hateful about this at all. I'm going okay. back. The tone, though, Allison, the tone that was implied was like, you're an idiot. No, I'm not going to like this show. Well, I definitely did not mean that. So I think you're just inferring things that I was not implying. So I was like, Allison, neither do me and Preston. Like, we are the least sports concerned people of all time. I'm more like, interested in sports than Preston is and we loved the show so I was like quit being stuck up about tv and just watch the show that's exactly how our conversation went word for word you better uh, you know what uh, this is just a great reminder that I'm the one with editing power here on this podcast <laughs> I'm just kidding 
You can't I really have am, the truth. I'm trying to go back and find it because I'm That was pressed. a long time ago, though. It was. We've been texting way too much about this podcast. This is taking me too long. I'm probably going to give up before I get there. I'm only on July 16th right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, no, I do have that saved on my to watch on Netflix because I will you watch it. Should. But I have to be in the mood to watch something like that because, as I have noted here it's your on, job. Our, yeah, on our lovely document, it is my job. And so sometimes I just don't want to watch sports stuff. I feel like it's funny that I I do like athletics and I work in it, but I'm probably one of the few people in our office or like people that I work with that when I go home that it is not the only thing that I keep up with. Like all of those people That's live, true. die, breathe, breathe yeah. And I do, and I know what's going on. But like after a jumbotron Saturday, I would come back and I would maybe go to your room and hang out with you, Skylar and Kelsey, and we'd have we'll football on, on but we would something. not, we're yeah. not watching it because I just, it's not the same to me anymore. I, I, if I'm not That's working, true. I like watching it and I like knowing what's going on. But after like four basketball games in one week, I will look at a game sometimes to learn like, oh, they did this graphics wise, yeah. or they did this, but I'm not watching the game because I just can't, I don't have the mental capacity to do it. 24/7. Isn't it like you've seen how the sausage is made or something like, isn't that the yeah like kind little of phrase yes in a way but it's not that i hate seeing it it's just more that i want to i've just spent all this time watching sports i kind of want to just take my mind off of it and do something else yeah so i will I see what you're saying back and forth and i enjoy seeing it but i don't necessarily invest all of my time in it i think my consumption of college athletics has gone down every year that i've worked because i just that's that makes perfect sense i just get tired and need to look at something else so well, speaking of sports, do you want to talk about health and wellness? Yeah, sure. This is like a little topic of this podcast that I am super jazzed to talk about because if you ask anyone who knows me in real life, if you had asked them like two years ago, if I would work out regularly, they would have laughed at your face. Like they literally would not have believed you. Really? Did and, you not do much of anything? Okay, I was a cheerleader in high school, which like... Some people might be like, oh, that's not a lot of exercise. It is a lot of exercise. It is 100% straight cardio, especially like the kind of cheerleading that we did, like practicing like routines that we would go do competitions for. Like it's a lot of cardio. It's a lot of lifting. It's a lot of squatting. Like it's a lot. So I did that all through high school and that kept me very in shape. Like I could literally eat a whole row of Oreos and milk and like be completely fine in high school, like almost every high schooler can. Then college came and I really like did not experience like the getting out of shape freshman year because even though I was eating a lot, I was walking so much because freshman year, you're not familiar with the campus. So you're a lot more likely to be if your roommate is like, hey, do you want to go walk to the complete other side of campus in 95 degree heat? I feel like you're a lot more likely like, to sure. be like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And then sophomore and junior year, if somebody had asked me that, I would have been like, no, let's drive. Like, <laughs> that would just not cross my mind. So I started to get really, really out of shape. And like, I could just tell I was so unhealthy. And then right before we got engaged, and it wasn't because I knew we were going to get engaged. It was just because I literally could tell I was getting unhealthy. I was like, I really need to figure out like my health, like I need to get started. And this is probably cliche, but I was like, I'm going to wait till after the new year. Well, we got engaged December 8th. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start like in January. So I started trying to work out a little bit more after we got engaged. And then there was like this campus group that hosted like a free night at bar three. And so me and my two roommates were like, heck yeah, let's go. It's going to be free. Let's do it. Oh my gosh, I ever since have been hooked on bar three. I think it was like February 2nd or something that I went for the first time and like I have never looked back. I love going so much. Let me check and see how many classes I'm up to now. It's well over 120. Let me check. And that's kind of a lot in just a year Does it and a little it? bit, I feel like. Did yeah. it count it for you? I have 141 total classes. So I'm super close to 150. Do they have an achievement for 150 or is it just like 100 and then 250? 
they used to do like they would celebrate you or give you a gift when you hit 100 or 250 or 500 but I think because they have so many people who have hit it now because people have literally been going there for like 10 years I don't think they really celebrate it anymore because okay. I know pure bar does like 100 250 500 yeah. but it's just like you sign a bar I don't sign think they give you anything yeah I don't think they do anything like that at bar three but it's just fun to keep up with myself and like I'm just so I'm never prouder of myself than when I've worked out at bar three like three times and it's not about the weight it's not about like how I look or anything it's about defense like this feeling of accomplishment and I love how bar three like I have so many blog posts about bar three but I love how they would never, ever say, like, we're working on our bikini bodies, or they would never say, let's work off that extra piece of pie that we ate this weekend. Like, that's just not their goal at all. Their goal is to make you feel balanced in body, mind, and spirit, and that is totally what they do. I just love it so much. But Allison, I feel like you, like, definitely have a longer experience with health and wellness than me because I literally just got started on my journey like a year ago. So what does your health and fitness journey look like? My health and wellness journey was a little bit different and it probably started I would say like my junior year of high school because I'm someone who has always been very self-conscious about my weight. I was always a lot bigger than my friends and I was I was bigger in high school and so during my junior year I decided okay I'm gonna start doing something about it and so when I first started approaching trying to change my health it was very much more weight loss minded but I kind of focused on changing my diet which was which was helpful and it did work for me because kind of being in the environment that I was in I was so busy all the time that trying to work in working out was not gonna work for me I just didn't have the time But that actually helped me. It helped me kind of start being better about trying new foods and substituting in things that were better for me. Were you a picky eater? Yeah. And not necessarily that I was that picky, but I just wasn't the most conscious of making healthier substitutions. And I also overate a lot when I didn't need to because I definitely have always been an emotional eater. I still struggle with that too. Yeah. If something's bothering me or I have a bad day or something, it was just easy for me to like cope with food I guess yeah. is the best way to put it I eat and when I I'm bored like us. a lot yes and I think a lot of us do that to some extent but I just didn't recognize it until a lot later um and so when I came into college I I'd already kind of had to work on my health in that regard or I've always had to kind of watch what I ate or like be smart about things because my body's just not one that's gonna eat a whole roll of Oreos and drink milk and it's going to work for me. Like I've had It doesn't bad, work for me anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was always I had a slow metabolism and I would want to eat those things and I didn't care. I wasn't worry so much about being bigger, especially being in an all-girl environment. But there were times people poked at me about it and it hurt my feelings. And so I was kind of like, you know, I want to do something about it for Screw me. Screw you. Like that's what you would say. No, but I, I didn't let it bug me that bad. But I think when I got back into college – I started being more self-conscious of it because I was in a co-ed environment again for the first time in a really long time. That's so interesting because you would think like being around all girls would make you feel worse than being around like girls and guys. (laughs) But that's just such an interesting like I can totally see why that would be worse. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, it's funny in college, they'll ask was going to an all-girls school like mean girls. And my first thought to that is always... Mean Girls was at a co-ed high school, so I don't get why people always assume that in all-girls yeah. school it's worse. But I genuinely think when you take boys out of the equation at that age... Things get less dramatic. Yes, yeah, like 95% of all drama is taken away because it's, That's true. it's almost like they exist and my guy friends existed and people's boyfriends existed, but they were in another plane altogether. So it was you were freer to talk about things or complain about things or whatever and it wasn't that big of a deal so I would say no it was not that way and you didn't have to worry about them being around so you could focus on the things that were more important during the school day so I didn't have to worry about that and people didn't make me feel bad like the girls at my school did not make me feel bad about my weight it was just something that I internally struggled with a lot and so when I got to college after my freshman year when I was talking about struggling with anxiety 
my freshman year I came home in May and I decided to run one day because my brain was just running a thousand miles an hour and I my heart was beating out of my chest and I was like I need to do something about this I feel like I need to just go run away somewhere so I went and ran in my neighborhood and when I came back I was dead and I only ran like a mile but I just kind of had this peaceful epiphany a la maybe Taylor Swift I don't know that that made me feel so much better but it wasn't because I was worried about running to lose weight and I wasn't worried about trying to it was to, for your mental yeah health. it was for my mental health and I think that is when the biggest key to all of this started to unlock because I started running that summer and I've been running for three years now almost four and I ran a half marathon in February and it wasn't because I was worried about which is awesome yeah I wasn't worried about a specific goal weight and I wasn't worried about necessarily trying to fit into a pair of pants and I didn't do that because I wanted some boy to think oh she's fit even though she's not a size zero you know and that's not a knock on anyone who's smaller but I think it's just something that if you are bigger it's something that goes through your mind a lot is comparing yourself to other people or putting a little bit of your worth or a lot of your worth into what your weight is and running is one of those things that really helped me realize that this is about my mental health and I am so much stronger now than I was three years ago even if my weight is not that much different because I do things to take care of my mind and that has helped me not only learn how to eat better and take care of my body and what I put into it but also what I do to exercise it that helps me feel better in my body and in my mind and so I think that has been a very important journey through college that I'm still struggling with about the way that I see myself and also how I balance loving my body as it is but also wanting to make it stronger but I think that that is something that I would say every person on this earth grapples with at some point in their life it doesn't matter for sure size height weight whatever I think we all try and figure out how can I best love my body the way that it is and also be grateful for it but know that it's okay to make it stronger or want to do things to strengthen it or not I just said strengthen twice but I feel like you get what I'm saying that's exactly what I love about bar three so much because I kind of found it in that year when I was in like one of the definitely high points that I feel like a lot of people develop like unhealthy habits Mm -hmm. which is being engaged because all the Pinterest photos all the Instagram content that you see of brides I mean most of the things that I was looking at the people were like very fit like very what you would call skinny like quote skinny and their arms were like super muscular outside of their strapless dresses and I was so close to falling into the trap of like oh my gosh I need to do very unhealthy things to achieve this level of fit but because I was going to bar three at the time and they just practice what they preach so much about like being a good steward of your body I didn't fall into that trap. Like I recognized that I was about to and I like backed out of it really slowly. So I'm just so thankful that we've both like had good experiences in the past few years with our health journey. Yeah, and I will I will applaud bar three for that because I've done a lot of different workout things over the years, mainly because yeah, running's great, but sometimes I like doing something else because running can get kind of monotonous sometimes. So I've tried kickboxing, which I absolutely loved, but the place I did kickboxing in Chattanooga actually went out of business. Um, But that was really good for getting your frustration out. I'd done bar, both at Pure Bar and at Bar 3. I definitely like it at Bar 3 better. And Lauren convinced me to buy a class pack back on Black Friday. I got a very good deal. And I still have have, classes. I still have five classes left. So I'll be back and try and do some with you probably over the next month. But I do appreciate that they are much more... One, they combine a lot of yoga moves or kind of like breathing into it. Yeah, definitely based in yoga. Which I think is helpful for strengthening your body, but also making sure you're not hurting it or pulling things. But they are better about self, kind of like reflection and remembering why you're there rather than... Pure bar was fine, but I just... The culture around bar three is much better to me. It's what I want. I don't want someone like yelling at me saying work off that piece of pie that you ate last night because I love pie and I'm just going to eat it no matter what. Like life is too well, short. Well, they don't so. do that there, but the best workout that I've done that I love, but oh, I just, orange theory. is Orange Theory. And they don't necessarily, they do not do that, but 
I love Orange Theory. It is the hardest thing I've ever done. But when you talk about how yeah. good it made you feel, I did it the fall of my sophomore year. And then when I started working where I work now a lot more, our hours were so weird that I just didn't have the time to yeah. block in two hours to go to Orange Theory, work out, come back and clean up. So I stopped paying for it. But Orange Theory is one of the best things that I have ever done for myself. And I was for so proud of sense of accomplishment. Yeah. I can see that It is for sure. so freaking hard too. So <laughs> I don't know. Don't let that discourage you. But I'm just saying if you are interested in trying to do something for yourself, you can always, all these places usually have a, you can do your first class for free. Or I know Bar 3 yeah. has like, you can buy three classes a lot cheaper than for you could anything else. For $20 or something. Yeah. Because that is always something that I hated because I was like, I don't know how to do this. And it's kind of weird to try something new. But I've actually tried a bunch of things when I get in a rut and I find it very helpful Plus, it just kind of teaches also, you Also, if you are about to be in college, don't hesitate to ask, like, this new person mm -hmm. that you've met or, like, your roommate if they want to go with you. Because I think the most intimidating thing about trying a workout class for the first time is going by yourself. And when, you'll probably figure out very quickly, I'm not trying to bash on T-Rex, but, like, their group workout classes are just sometimes not the best. Oh, see, I, mean, I was going to say, if you're at college, definitely use your rec facility because freshman you year liked the workout class yeah I did I did did you ever go to Zumba no yes okay see I went to Zumba with Morgan and Katie like every week probably freshman year and I absolutely loved it okay maybe Zumba is a little bit different but like the bar class at T-Rex is awful I would at least advise if you're in college and you're trying to look try for it. a way to be healthy try those because they're part of your tuition anyway so you're not adding an extra yeah. cost or at least I would assume most schools are like Tennessee where using the recreational yeah. facilities as part of your tuition I would definitely assume. try it out but then don't hesitate to try out your free class or like yeah. your discounted class at like these workout places because college towns are usually like a hotbed for like workout yeah. places like bar and cycle bar and if you're in not even you don't have to be in greek life i know at tennessee they're really good about in greek life they would bring in a class and be like okay it's greek night oh, yeah I come try this that. out or uh you've done things before where it's they brought in people and they would just encourage UT yes. students to come but they'll do all kinds of free stuff all the time on campus if you just pay attention that's another way that you could try things out without having to spend any money which is nice that's a really good point but I would say do you have any advice for people that maybe are starting a health journey or maybe are looking for some advice on ways that they can just implement healthy choices into their lifestyle especially in college because I feel like that's the easiest and a hard time to get started yeah so I feel like when I first started I'm gonna take this from two different like points like working out and eating so when you first start exercising regularly please give yourself grace because I used to get so like hard on myself if I wasn't going to bar four times a week when I was paying for it but when you first start going twice a week is even an accomplishment and if you're like getting something out of it it's worth the money like no matter how little you get to go and then I like got this rhythm a lot more after college because in college so many of your best memories are going to be tied to food that's like really hard to say but like so many of my good memories from college are me texting Preston from my dorm at 10 o'clock and being like hey I really want an ice cream sundae from McDonald's can you come pick me up and he would like leave his apartment come pick me up and we would go to McDonald's get a hot fudge sundae and he would drop me back off and I have no regrets from doing that because it's mm. such a good memory. And, like, I feel like a ton of people have that same experience. So I feel like college is definitely a lot harder of a time to watch what you eat. But now I'm just trying to be, like, mindful with what I eat throughout the week. Not really restrict myself, but just be mindful. And then on the weekends, indulge a little bit more is just what I've been doing. Yeah, and my advice would be kind of similar to that because I wouldn't say don't go to things to make memories with people because you're right. I have times where yeah. you and I have gone to get ice cream or I went to like cook out Pizza. on the strip with friends at like yeah. 11 p.m. It's not that, but you can even do simple things to take care of yourself, especially if you're drinking and going out. Make sure that you just drink a lot of water and get sleep because I think even those two things – for a college student are crucial to just being healthier yeah, overall. Yeah, you do not need to sleep yeah. deprive yourself to have the college experience that everyone else has. Yeah. Like, you can go to bed at a normal hour and still be a normal college student. Yeah. So, it's not I think even... people, like, glorify the feeling of, like, pulling an all-nighter way too much. <laughs> yeah, it's not... You know what I mean? Yeah, and you don't have to necessarily be on 
working out all the time because some people genuinely do not enjoy doing that there are things you yeah. can do to be healthy that can just be as simple as like I said drinking a lot of water um, making sure that you are just getting in some fruits and vegetables and then making sure you sleep those are three really simple things that you can do that don't really take a lot of adjustment that'll probably just help you feel better yeah. and make sure that you can work hard and play hard if you want you know <laughs> I completely agree preach all right, everybody, that is going to be it for our changes that we experienced as far as lifestyle. I thought that was kind of a more broad conversation, but also was kind of fun to go back and look at the way that we've changed some things. What do you think, Lauren? Yeah, I think that was super good. Just to like kind of wrap up things that pertain to our life in general and not, I love that we're not putting like super strict guidelines around ourselves for this season. Well, you've gotten to learn even more about Lauren and I today, but I bet if you've listened to all our episodes, you can guess what's coming up next. Do you have a guess, Lauren? Oh, um, maybe it's like a table topic or something. Congratulations, you win. And because of that, I'll tell you what the question is, and then you get to answer. But this question is also going to be our question for the listeners today. So just make sure to check out our Instagram after this, at nice to have a friend pod, so that you can answer the question. And now that we are going weekly, you might actually get to hear your response either on our Instagram or in the show. So if that's not good incentive to answer the question, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. <laughs> so today's table topic discussion is if you could have any exotic animal as a pet, what would it be? Any good Harry Potter fan, it's probably going to say like an owl or a hippogriff, but I'm definitely going to go with owl because I don't really like adrenaline inducing things and I feel like flying on a hippogriff would like totally freak me out so I'm gonna have to go with owl because I love sending snail mail and I think owl mail would be even better well I actually had owl as one of my top two contenders pretty much just because I've always loved them I had to do a project on owls in the third grade and ever since then I loved them I just had a voice crack <laughs> I had to do a project on owls in the third grade and ever since then I've loved them and I was that kid that everybody knew loved owls so they would give me owl themed things all the time I saw a tweet about I that know. that was like change what you're interested in tell people you like cold, cold hard, hard cash because you're going to be getting owls for the rest of your life but if I, I couldn't pick an owl I would say a tiger because I always really loved tiger Raja. King? No, I knew you some I knew you were gonna say that. I knew it. But no, I always loved Raja from Aladdin and I thought that oh, he was really yeah. cool. And I have a stuffed tiger named Raja that I've had since I was like six that is actually still sitting in my room. Yes, I'm twenty two years old. But I <laughs> I love tigers. I think they're the prettiest animal. I have this soft spot in my heart for all big cats, and so I think I would want a tiger because that thing could maul people. I cannot people listen if... to this, seriously, because of Tiger King. It has just changed my opinion I of big cats. I do not want to be Joe Exotic, nor do I want to be the other creepy guy from South, from South Carolina. I don't want to be her either. I just want a cool tiger that could, you know, protect me from harm. Oh my gosh. Well, on that note, we need to end the podcast for the day. Like, it just needs to end. <laughs> I miss the Tiger King portion of quarantine. I don't. I don't. That thing creeped me out. I will never psychologically recover from that. <laughs> Get it? Okay. Well, on that note. Thank you for listening to this episode of Nice to Have a Friend. Just as a reminder, we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram at Nice to Have a Friend Pod, where you can answer this week's table topic question. If you could have an exotic animal as a pet what would it be we would also love if you would rate and review us on apple Podcasts. even if you don't listen on that app it's just a quick simple little touch and go it would help us to get more people to find our show and also more people to interact with and if you also would like to share it with someone you love by word of mouth or on social media we would love that too make sure to tune in next week to listen to our discussion on all things change once again thanks for joining us and we hope this episode reminds you it's nice to have a friend bye, bye.